You and I talked about subtle screamers. Mom and I talked about standing in the gap, very timely and at the same time, attributes that should be timeless. We see and hear more about giving and generosity and what is such a wonderful and marvelous time of year. What would be your hope and encouragement for our listeners? Well, I hope that they experience something that we've learned to not take for granted, that is health. Hope they'll find a way to not be so rushed that they don't do the things that contribute to their health and experience health during this holiday season. I also hope our listeners will experience happiness, but, but more than happiness, I hope they'll experience joy. Happiness is a pleasant feeling based on external circumstances. Joy is an internal disposition in spite of external circumstances. I hope no matter what their circumstances, our listeners will, will choose joy. And then I hope our listeners will, will have hope. They'll be able to look beyond whatever challenges they experienced during this past year and look with expectation toward a very powerful and positive future. And then finally, perhaps the most important thing during this season, I hope our listeners will stop pause, and turn their attention toward heaven, and thank God for all the blessings of this previous year. I hope that as our listeners are soaking up the joyful family moments that this holiday season affords to many people, I know that we're going to be enjoying some of those moments and savoring them. As our listeners enjoy the blessings of this season, I challenge you, the listener, to look beyond yourself and your family, to reach out to others outside of your home. Thank you for being a listener with us. Enjoy your holiday season. So I don't know if you'd call this a soapbox, but I have to take a little longer on this introduction than normal. I have to say that I also have to leave my family out of this for a few minutes, at least my immediate family. I would say one of the most remarkable advocates of my marriage does it in an extremely simple yet profound way. Every year on our anniversary, I get a call, text, or video check-in. It's something unexpected because he's not a biological relative, but I have come to know that this is coming because he is that deliberate. The fact that a busy man who travels extensively is so intentional about calling to say, happy anniversary, check in on my family, and remind us that we are love. It blows my mind. Our relationship matters to someone outside of my family. Someone outside of this family is rooting for our success. Growing up, I knew that my birthday coming meant a card was coming in the mail with a crisp $5 bill. I could count on getting a birthday card from Camden. My aunt was not physically with me, but was so intentional and deliberate about sending the message that I remember this special day and I care. I may have thought I was rich when I got that card when I was younger, but now I truly know how rich I am. A former coworker comes to mind, birthday, baby, big challenge, etc. You better believe you'll be seeing a card and a word of encouragement. Even after she's retired, you could and you still can count on that simple yet significant gesture. The greeting card companies and postal service are not the only ones who appreciate her consistency. You might be wondering what these stories have in common. These acts scream loudly to me, probably louder than a million I love you's. 
My own little guy gets a birthday card in the mail from the aunt who once did the same for me. The sweet couple who sat near us at church pre-pandemic come to mind. Among other things, they would give little man a mint and be willing to let him come sit with them. They are also subtle screamers. Just a few examples of what I've decided to call subtle screamers in our life. People who are screaming, you matter, I see you, I love you. What is the significance of the little people in our lives having a subtle screamer? Wow, you made me think about my own background experience and the subtle screamers in my experience. And I would say uh, subtle screamers can change the entire trajectory of a young person's life. We and I, you and I haven't talked about this a lot, but when I was younger, uh, because of some dynamic experiences, I had uh, a pretty significant, when I got into a stressful situation, I had a pretty significant uh, stuttering thing I would go into. I would mm-hmm. stutter. I remember one classroom in particular, it was in a fifth grade class where I had this tendency when I had to go in front of a group and speak, I would always find a way to be absent or find a way to get out of that. I'll never forget, it's my fifth grade teacher, uh, she, uh, Mrs. Pendergrass, uh, she uh, told me that I could do it. I could give that presentation. And I didn't believe it. So I kind of was absent on the day I was supposed to do the presentation. Well, guess what? She made me do it when I came back. Mm-hmm. And I made it. I survived. I think I about Mrs. Cooper, one of the teachers I had. Uh, she said she believed in me. And I, I think about what I do. I think about uh, when I was, a number of years ago, I was speaking at a conference. It was an I Still Do conference. It was at the uh, uh the speaking arena where the Portland Trailblazers played. There were 15,000 people out in an audience and I was gonna go out and speak before 15,000 people, 45 minutes speaking. And I was sitting in the green room and what happened was, I remember Mrs. Pendergrass, I remember Mrs. Cooper, I remember Mr. Sylvester, I remember Mr. Witherspoon. These are all people, I remember Jesse Forbes. These are all people who told me I matter at a very strategic points in my life. And I will tell you, they changed the trajectory of my life. So when we deposit that care, that you matter in the life of a child, it can shape the whole way they, they live. In fact, it's amazing to me that you you were impacted the way you were by the things that you described. It shows how, how significant and how powerful those moments really can be. How did those simple yet significant moments impact development? You talked about that a little bit, about how it can change the trajectory of someone's life. What does that do for a young child who is developing? Well, one thing that we'll talk about in another podcast, really talk about the power of words, that really can change the expression of genes. <laughs> a powerful, positive words can literally change the expression of dreams, just like negative words can be disrupted the brain development. Positive words can develop the kind of neural pathways to help the child reach their full potential. So this is a big deal, not just emotionally. It's a big deal physically. It really changes. It helps them develop to their full potential in every way. What messages do we want screen to those little people that we love and care for? I love you. Um, one of the things I like saying to people and children in particular, that they're created on purpose or purpose, that they're unique, that they're invaluable, that they're irreplaceable. 
those those messages are true because again these are not just positive statements they're like 7.5 billion people on the planet and there's you've heard me say this before no such yeah. thing as identical fingerprint no such thing as identical ear voice print brainwave we are very unique we want children to understand their value and their significance by telling them those words that be deposited in the mind and really what happens is when they get in a situation where they may be bullied they get in a situation where they weren't quite as successful as they thought they should be in a classroom those words may be the difference those words may be the difference in that child's life or death i'll tell you years ago when i was speaking in a gathering i gave a message before an audience and somebody came to me and said that they were not thinking about living before they came to that message they told me that those words kept them from hurting themselves. So words matter. And people who tell us positive things matter in a very positive and powerful way. Wow. A slightly different kind of episode, but we still always want to make it practical and applicable as you think about the young people in your life or those you interact with. So can go I ahead. can I challenge you with something? What's that? Have you have you communicate it to those subtle screamers how much you value them because they may need to hear now what you experienced then I'll tell you a quick story i was um, uh, a number of years ago when i was heading up a university i went back to my hometown and i went to the church on a sunday that i knew mrs cooper worshiped at and i found my way after service back to the trustee area where she was a trustee and I told her mm-hmm. who I was she, she 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 barely recognized me and I told her it, it it really the way her face lit up the way she responded made me feel so good because I had not had an opportunity to give give her my appreciation of what she did for me so I want to encourage you to consider maybe telling those subtle screamers you may be screaming back at them You know, as I was preparing for this podcast and thinking about it, I was reminded of I hadn't told them. I mean, in the moment I say thank you, but it's like I need to let them know how meaningful what is just practice and pattern in their life. A simple step is is so meaningful to me and I would venture to guess they probably do the same thing for so many others and have impacted many, many lives. Well, And I would also challenge you, our listeners, to think about, is there someone that you could be a subtle screamer for? Of course, maybe your own child, own grandchild, maybe someone in the neighborhood, someone you go to church with, extended family member. You could make an impact in an unimaginable way. But let's wrap up and share some brain building blocks as we end this time together. Is there a food that if someone's wanting to be a subtle screamer and give a child a special treat, a food that's a special treat, but it also has some physical value for it? I got a handful of chocolate. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Not just any kind of chocolate. Okay. Dark chocolate. Not milk chocolate, dark chocolate, because dark chocolate has flavonoids and they help with the neuron development. They reduce uh, aging and improve memory. So you just give them a handful of chocolate and say, I love you and think you matter. Wow. And I, I think you already took care of the next step because I was wondering what might be a phrase. And if you would repeat the things you just said, I think that's a great phrase for a subtle screamer. 
What did you just say that they should communicate when they give them that chocolate? I love you and you matter. I think those words right there would be enough. Finally, for a fun activity, I know we live in a digital age, but don't underestimate the significance of a handwritten card or letter. As you work with your own child or little one you love, you might help them learn that as well. The card can be a tangible thing that symbolically screams a message of encouragement. I know I have a box where I keep my little guys. I have a spot where I keep my own. Model for your child and allow them to experience writing a card or a letter. It's never too early to show them some examples of how to be a subtle screamer. I have the utmost respect and appreciation for the many people in my life, my family, and even beyond was what I focused on today, and the life of my son, who take the time to make sure that we are seen and feel loved. Any closing thoughts for today? Well, I, I just, you said don't under, underestimate things, and I want to give a quick personal story. Um, you know, part of my journey was I served on the pastoral staff of a church for a while, and uh uh, when I was leaving that church years ago, they gave me kind of a going away event. It was an event at a, in a worship service. And what happened was they had people um, receiving line to the end. And what occurred was people were staying in the line. And there was a young man staying in the line uh, beside his mom. And he didn't find his way to the front. People kept moving in front of him. So I moved the line. And then when I went over to him, his mom came over. She said, you need to understand something. He wants to... He wants to thank you personally for your ministry. She said, you need to know he's been, he's been watching you and you need to know that the first day we came to this church, we were visiting. You got down on one knee, looked him in the eye, said to him, thank you for coming, hope you come back. On the next Sunday, he got up and said, I wanna to go to the church where a man got down on a knee and talked to me. Wow. And for 20 years, this young man has been watching me he, he mimicked my mannerism, pulled out my pants. <laughs> this young man, it, it was just a moment. It was just one moment why I stopped and I looked him in the eye, gave him eye contact and, and let him know that he was noticed and valued. And little did I know he was watching me for many years. Wow. So don't underestimate the impact you can have in the power of a moment. Just respond with sensitivity to how you get an opportunity to encourage, especially encourage young children. Well, I think that's a great way to close out our time today as you are challenged to think about how can you impact, how can you, in a simple way, show someone that they matter. Well, join us next time for more information and Brain Building Blocks. There is a song from the 90s that I heard sung by Babby Mason that rings in my mind when I think about so much of what I see my mom do. Babby Mason sings in part, I heard that you were hurting, that you were suffering pain, but I didn't dare just turn my head and look the other way. For when your heart is aching, my heart is aching too. Let me help you bear your burden. That's the least that I can do. I'll be standing in the gap for you. Babby Mason said those words, but probably even before I heard the words or fully understood the meaning of Babby Mason's song, I witnessed you, Mom, standing in the gap countless times. Different people, different circumstances, but the same response. You selflessly find tangible ways to encourage and meet the needs of others. 
calls, cards, cooking, car rides, childcare. I could go on and on. You're able to see and respond to the needs of people. Why is that so important? That's important because we are um, our brother's keeper. We are supposed to take care of others and take care of family. And if I'm cooking a meal for us, it will not take me a lot of time to add another potato to the pot, to add another piece of chicken to the to the to the meal, or whatever I'm cooking, so that we can bless someone else and stand in the gap for someone else who may not be feeling up to cooking a meal that day. Or, and I, most of all, I want to make sure that I always, when I hear of someone need needing to somebody to stand in the gap, is to be praying for them and their family, uh, to pick up a card and send an encouragement, encouraging note at the right time and you know to hear people say oh that came just when I needed it just when I was was at a point where I needed to hear something encouraging it, it's always encouraging to give someone something and hear that it came at the right time oh it may be that I need to help with child care pick up your child from school when I pick mine up or run to the store for myself and ask you if I can get you something while I'm there, um, drive you to a doctor's appointment when you may not be able to drive yourself, just different things like that that we can do for each other to stand in a gap for them. Wow. So how and why did that become a thread that seems to effortlessly run through your life? Why is standing in the gap for others so important to you? I think it's a passion of mine because I saw it I learned it from my mom and dad. As we grew up, we were always, uh, people were kind and did things for us that that uh, we didn't ask them to do. But they were also, they were also meeting needs that needed to be met. Whether it was a ride, whether it was a, uh, a bushel of potatoes, or it was a, uh, I picked these greens out of my garden this morning and thought you could use some. And, it would be a right on time gift. How have you experienced others standing in the gap for you? I have experienced in the exact same way where people have sent me cards at a right time, where people have called and made encouraging marks to me, remarks to me, how I have uh, trusted friends who have said, let me come and take the kids so you can take make your doctor's visit or go to the hospital and do what you need to do. It has been, uh, ongoing ongoing recipient of people standing in the gap for me. Wow. I know it's been a thread throughout my life that I've seen you and dad standing in the gap for other people. But when my guy was born, it really struck me in a new way. I needed that higher level of care. So little man needed to leave the hospital without me. There wasn't any deliberation necessary. You just stepped up to be the caregiver to my newborn so that my husband could stay with me. By the way, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now that example I just shared is an intense situation that not everyone will encounter or will need to do, but how do you know when it's important to stand in the gap? How could our listener know when they should step up to help someone? One of the things is, uh, as you said, when your guy was born, you had uh, no means of taking care of him except for your husband. And I said to him, 
I stay with her or you stay with you take him home or I take him home and you stay with her and of course he said I don't know what to do with him <laughs> you take him so we gladly took little little man home and for 30 days that was my new baby at the house <laughs> at my age but thank God for friends that stood in the gap with me with even with doing that uh, his aunties that were helping out and different friends that were calling and encouraging me as I went along relive the as my baby was 30 years old <laughs> uh, it was a different experience I heard someone make a statement and it really stood out to me the statement was something like this don't set yourself on fire to keep others warm I know it's important to stand in the gap for others, but we also want to be mindful and be careful that we don't become a doormat or make others really dependent on us. How do you seek to be a blessing to others while also protecting your family and yourself in those situations? Well, I try to make what I do for others count as for them as well as it does for me. Like uh, if I am going to the grocery store and I'm going past their house, I can call and say, do you need something picked up from the grocery store for you? And depends on what it is and how much it is. I may or may not take your money when I bring it to you. So I'm mindful of the fact that I'm mindful of who I'm talking to and what their capabilities are. So I try to adjust my thinking accordingly. And if I'm at the grocery store and I have not called them and I see something that's on sale that's a good price and I know it's something that they regularly use, I may pick up my portion and their portion and never say a word about how much it costs me. Just here's something I got you. Wow. So I think being mindful of you know the person and you know what they can do or what they need and you're able to step up. Well, let's think about our building blocks here. Of course, we, we want to center this around the podcast around little ones. So how can we involve kids in helping them, even from a young age, think about how to be a blessing to others, how to stand in the gap for others? Well, young people, you can also tell when they outgrow a toy, a toy that's not damaged, you want to be a blessing to someone else that can still use that, that might be able to use that toy, maybe a cousin or neighbor or parents, co-worker or whoever. Clothing that they've outgrown uh, or never got to use, you can pass them on. Uh, you can be a blessing to uh, friends that uh, you can have playtime together and or just pick up that friend's kids and take them to a dinner or a park. Wow. All simple things. I know the whole idea of thinking about and donating things. My little guy, it's really hard sometimes. He's like, but I still like it, but I still want it. But even now realizing, wait, but do you need it? Do you use it? Or can someone else make the better use for that? I think when you talked earlier, you talked about our other building block with you when it comes to finding the deals, when you see things on sale that you know someone needs. Any other things that come to mind when how to make sure to to do your things in a wise way is your blessing to others? Well, one of the key things is knowing who you're shopping for and who you look, you know, everybody has a birthday. 
and it's on the same day every year you might I might be just talking to you and you say I surely would like to get me a whatever it is well I'm gonna make that mental note and keep watching for it to go on sale when I see it on sale if your birthday's in February and it's only March I'm gonna go ahead and buy it I may keep it until then or I may give it to you then and say hey happy birthday early any final thoughts thinking about standing in the gap for others as we wrap up this conversation? Um, standing in the gap, you can think of it, like I said, from the food standpoint, you can do shopping and, or you can look, be looking at the sale paper and just call a friend and say, hey, did you know so-and-so had this on sale this week and it's a really good deal? Or for clothing, you want to shop off seasons and, and look for things that will be appropriate for the next season when that season comes back for vacation you want to look for good deals from how you travel what you're taking on on the trip with you which sites you're going to go to see and and all fit it all within your budget gifts that are age age appropriate for kids and you don't want to give them their gift in february for christmas you want to because they're not going to remember so you want to save theirs you might want to give it to their mom or dad and say this is going to be for me for their birthday or whatever the occasion is but uh you can give them books puzzles uh you set a limit on what you give what you're going to pay for a gift for someone and like i said you look for the sales and you shop off seasons you remember who can and who cannot give back to you good practical ways as we think about standing in the gap for others one of those lines babby mason sings i want to reiterate it says let me help you bear your burden that's the least that i can do as you go throughout your day look for opportunities to help bear a burden for someone join us next time for more practical and applicable tips Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. Thank you.